So one of the things that Christina was mentioning to me, you see um, the shape of the cross down here. This is where um, baptism happened, right here. Uh, in the Greek Orthodox Church, as infants. So I'm not, how, how does that work? Is there a sprinkle? Is that like a... Thanks them for their partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. 
and there, by partnership, he doesn't just mean a spiritual partnership, although it is that, it was that, but it was a financial partnership. And they, they supplied Paul's needs, they took care of him. Uh, where he did not have to work as a tent maker, he had to work, remember, as a tent maker in Thessalonica, um, in Corinth, in Ephesus. He did not have to do that here in Philippi because of the generosity of God's people. And you just get the sense that this was an endearing family for Paul. Remember, Paul, it, he had a family, but most likely he was estranged, cut off from them. And so it was the family of God, in particular, that really filled that relational place in his heart. Um, and we can see this with all his churches that he ministered to, but it was to the Philippian church that you can just tell he had such a special, unique relationship. He was gentle with them. He was encouraging with them. What is everyone's favorite letter of Paul? Oftentimes people would say what? Philippians, right? Not Corinthians, today, but Philippians. And and there is that sense they have such a familial kind of relationship. And again, it's it's part of what patterned itself um, in the world that had never happened up until that time. And I mentioned this in the class that we taught before we came, is that the church was something revolutionary and that it had never been tried in all of human history, meaning this. You had people from all walks of life, rich, poor, all trades, okay, wealthy business women to slaves. You had men and women. You had different ethnic cultures. Now, there was always guilds and other places where you would have subsets of those groups but never all together at the same time. And so when Paul talks about a partnership in the gospel, he is describing something that is just otherworldly and completely unique that we experience as part of the family of God. You've heard me say this before, the nuclear family will no longer have that in, in heaven. We won't need it because we will have this family forever. And so I think that's something we really grow in appreciation for when we understand the relationship he had with Lydia. Now, of course, it wasn't just Lydia who was converted. It was what? Her whole household. Okay? That, it says Paul spoke the word of God to all of them. All of them were uh, converted. All of them were baptized somewhere in this somewhere in this river, right? And the name of this river is Lydia River? <laughs> This is a great, this is a beautiful place, um, very peaceful, and um, what a place to begin a church plant, right? Down by a river with a wealthy woman, okay? And one of the things that we were, Susan and I were talking about right before this, is that you really do get a, a, an amazing appreciation for the supernatural work of the gospel. Here in Philippi, I mean, you know, just like they say in Gilligan's Island, no lights, no boats, no motor cars, right? Not a single luxury. Um, the gospel rooted itself right here, just in a person or two or three or four, the Philippian sailor, of course, and his family, and then literally spread throughout 
um, to the known world. What a, what a miraculous and supernatural thing. So um, thanks for bringing us to this place.